have David Francis. David grew up on his family's farm near Turidan, riding show jumping horses and studying law. He lived in America for 35 years working as a lawyer, but recently returned to St Kilda to write and teach riding and equine therapy back on his family's farm. He's got three novels out in the world and is currently writing his fourth. Please make him feel very welcome. Thank you, Claudia. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you, Lucy. That was great. It reminded me that I nearly drowned at Bush Rangers Bay 40 years ago learning to surf, so it brought back some stuff for me. Um, <laughs> the lighting is, I can always tell, like, the groovier the venue, the worse the lighting. So <laughs> this must be, like, super groovy where we are now, because I can't see a fucking thing. Um, I'm going to be trying to read from, um, uh, back in LA, we have a thing called uh, slow lightning where in the morning a group of poets, which I'm not, I'm a novelist, but we get on a Zoom thing and we meditate for five minutes and then we write longhand and, and we write a poem and one of the prompts for that was actually Echo. And so in a little poetry collection, I have um, a couple of poems that might work for this occasion, and then I'm going to read some other weird short bits that hopefully will echo as well. When the plane echoed over the edge of the known world, we flew among things without names, whose uses I did not recognize, part harpsichord, part bear, a giant door handle with wings, a choreographer with bow and arrow, a row of tunics that went on forever, a sword fight with only the swords, a dragon's tongue floating. Where are we, I asked. Home, said a man in a carnival suit. The plane had turned into a circus, and they said the clown was God. And we'd flown into his place, where everything floated upside down like he'd forgotten to pay the bill on gravity. And we flew blind and wonky, out over the edge of the world in our dark flying circus. Because God had also forgotten to pay the utility bill, trapezes stumbled from their ropes in the aisle, and the jugglers lost control of their ducks and kiwis. The whole of us were heading down through a black zodiac into what I knew would not be good. So I kept my eye on the child of the conductor because everyone had forgotten there were children still. And the babies were too light. They flew out the windows like doves. And because they had wings of their own, they made it out alive. And then another poem that just by chance has the word echo in it. Uh, Nick Denton told me, read something funny, but I haven't written anything funny for years. Um, in my footprints, there are horses, hundreds of them, from Little Bimbo all the way to Alice Springs, hooves ingrained by generations, dirt and sand and seedy toe. My cannon bones ache like buggery, my laminitis red and sore. But I am still out in the field hunting truffles, digging around with my cloven toes, foraging, pegasus and peg leg. I am pirate and king. The underbelly of my soul reaches unshod into your dirt for a pocket to piss in, for shoes of steel and clenches, 
to echo on the asphalt, for my clenches have risen, my pastons are sloped and weakened, canyons in the wall of my feet, and my future, Jupiter in soil, lifting from the bitumen from the rough arenas, the flooded fields of childhood. I will fly out of this mud once I find my feet of wings, my arms are wolves. The great thing about poetry is that it doesn't really have to make any sense. <laughs> um, and then just before we left LA getting organized to come here, I wrote um, something called Dear Old Dad. Electrical outlet in the kitchen, fix. Paint patio deck, LA festival of books. Find $400,000 to put father in care. Call the Maltese jockey who extorted 300000 from him. The one who drives my father around, who promised he'd stop gambling. Who doesn't know he was just spotted at the race course in Cranbourne and the TAB in Noble Park. Kill your father from afar. The first ever long-distance Reiki murder. <laughs> Embrace your little kid self despite yourself. Breathe. Read the overwritten tomes for the book festival. Think about some questions. Why do I write? Why do I want to kill my father? <laughs> With a downy long distance pillow. <laughs> if there was only a plug I could pull. It's not about the money or the fondling of other men's wives. We all have our hungers. Replace the shower curtains. Get the LA apartment ready for tenants from hell. Let my father sink into the echoing furnace. I just added the word echoing. <laughs> Don't let him try to take me with him. Come on, son, let's go. Go to Home Depot instead. Buy some locks for the attic. Keep our secrets safe, the echoes of memories. Call Jimmy, the Maltese paper hanger once was jockey. Be glad I'm taller than he'll ever be. Shaking in my Ugg boots. Buy my father new shoes for the journey, maybe a pair made of feathers that match the color of clouds. They say that feathers burn well. His hooves already smell. Toenails like tusks. Last time I saw him, he wasn't so good, needed to piss in a hurry. Needed me to hold the pan, point his ancient pee-pee, like that was normal. When I was young, it looked so big. Now it appeared like a little pink boy's, barely the size of a finger. The saddest sight ever, considering all he's tried to do with it. Poor little old man child, trying to find his way home. Pull that Aussie beach calendar off the side of the fridge. Put the photos away, the one of my mother steeplechasing in the 50s. My father playing polo with Prince Charles. What a pair of punces, those two. <laughs> My father's claim to fame. Both of them ride like wet dish rags, said my mother. She was the one who could really play. Captain the first woman's team, along with her sisters, beat the breeches off those pompous farmers. Don't marry a man who has no eye for a ball. Find one who can catch and hold on, who's not afraid of your prowess, who won't seek validation elsewhere, who you don't think is a fool. Get a post office box, have the mail forwarded. Get a downy pillow of my own. Go back into therapy. You only did it for 30 years last time. 
And then um, I'm... <laughs> And, and then I have one, one, one more. That I, I'm only really here because um, at Nick Denton's parents' place in Paris, I met the Nan Curvis parents, and um, and then met Claudia, and lo and behold, here we are. But anyway, this is set in um, in Paris, the old comedy. Sometimes when I can't sleep, it's because I'm in a strange French hospital, kidney stone writhing, a tube coming out of my whatnot draining. I'm excuse the um, theme of um, peepees, but um, a rig that doesn't quite work, a sad fountain of runny yellow blood dribbles. Six more hours of this tube this night, and how many times can they change the sheets or ignore me, speak their locomotive French? The urologist was a rumpled fox straight out of a French procedural. He put a camera at my pee hole when I was asleep, had some fun smashing rocks. I sent my husband home, thank God. He's still young, doesn't need to witness this. <laughs> and another silent television minute clicks by. On the screen, the ad infinitum reel repeats. Notre hôpital en train vers la ruine. That's a new one, the train to ruin. And the nurses are going on strike when it seems they already are. Doing Reiki, on, Reiki is another theme here. Doing Reiki on myself as a last resort. Who knew I had a tight ureter at my age? All the rivers that have run through it. Um, or that a ureter is different from a urethra. I didn't know that, it, but it, it is. Something echoes, echoes in the empty corridor. I realize it's mine. Another, another minute passes, 1.16. I'd be more optimistic if it was 1.11, the goalposts lining up. The television ticker reports the hospital crisis, une crise, and I'm in the middle of it, a putrid lake of my own making. It burns like a mother again. On, a, on the ground, the TV reads, une agitation generalisée, widespread turmoil, on this bed, on the screen, in the hospitals, Donetsk, ruined smoking, Severodonetsk, Russian forces on the outskirts, an image of that poor Ukrainian president who, president who used to be funny, and it's 2.15 a.m., now it's just Kafka and gore. The nurse, if she comes, doesn't know what to do, piles granny pads onto this red urine soup. We are prisoners here together. Drain the swamp, I want to yell, but I can't move. Tied to these tubes and machines, I console myself. This night would have cost five times as much back in L.A. <laughs> My new friend Francoise, who seems a bit mad, this morning we yelled to each other across Rue de l'Ancienne Comédie from our, over our window boxes. She warned me, do not get your block done there, as in operation, as in chopping block, kidney block, pain. They kill you, send you straight to Père Lachaise, one way. Oscar Wilde, Moliere, Colette, Jim Morrison dead for 50 years. Maybe they had their surgeries done here in this hôpital tenant. The surgeon, whose last name is Tracteur, was trained at Sloan Kettering in New York. He brought this keyhole procedure back here, good as it gets in this part of the world, supposedly. He's at home, in a dry bed, sleeping. It's only 3.13. And that's the end of that.